welcome back to Traveler's Tales. And in this talk, I'm gonna make a change and not say I like food. Oh boy! <laughs> nearing nearing the end, he decides to reform himself. So, in case you weren't here for our last session, the party received a note about a meeting with the Black Steel Legion, a sort of a subplot or subvillain uh, over this campaign, and with some arguments some discussion, they decided to attend it. And they were met with some people of their past. It was headed by the very top head of the Black Steel Legion, Archimedes, as well as some of Texas' previous party members. A discussion was to be had, and while a business deal was offered, the party declined and instead ruled in favor of violence, which is not out of character for them. Archimedes, unfortunately, escaped, saving his hide for another day, but the other three members of Texas Old Party, Thork, Durva, and Styx, as you may remember, were not so lucky, and they were slain by the hands of the party, leaving them in the middle of a ruined, what was once a very fancy dining hall, now just sort of a mess of splintered wood and burn marks all over. So. Uh, the four of you kind of, we can assume that you have exited the building, uh, all of you, and you're in the middle of the streets. A lot of people are gathered around the area, seeing as uh, there was a lot of noise and violence going on, especially Durva was literally thrown through the window. Tex um, had taken the body elsewhere. Um, but And just before the session ended, uh, Abnaron rang up Gruldriak on Airy McBig and told him to return. So, as you are presented with this situation information, what do you do? Yeah, I mean, when we left off, I was having them buried. Or, like... Yourself, probably? Yeah. Okay. So, like, I just... Uh, I imagine I, I found a... Um, the, wherever, like, a graveyard of the... You know, the burial company. You, you could find something to deposit the body. Uh, it's a little bit weird just giving them a body, but... Well, I mean, like, I made a few trips back and forth to get all three of them. Yeah, one, um, one can assume that the bodies are taken care of. And then of. I just gave them, like, 20 gold, which is probably enough for a decent burial. Most likely, yes. So, uh, what do the rest of you do? I just wait for these guys to get done with... I mean, you there are shenanigans. Shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Victor and Sigor, what are you up to? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not, not too much to do at the moment. I guess we can assume you guys convene all in the same place and kind of just shake off the nerves, you know. You resolved some of what you were hoping to, but in other cases, many problems were left unsolved, perhaps saved for another day. Anyway. So, uh, uh, we were contacted by, uh, you were contacted by Ednoron when I was gone, correct? Yeah, we gotta head back, there's, there's something that came up, I guess. He probably finally got whatever he was working on done, you know? Yeah, you fucking long enough? Yeah, uh, talk about it. Let's see, uh, you still have the, uh, the recall spell, correct? Yee. 
But yeah, let's just go to Cobalt Castle. And guess we do? Yeah, we go to Cobalt we Castle. We go to Cobalt Castle. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Before, are there any maps where all the Black Iron Legion castles are? Oh, actually, that's. Oh, that's a great idea. That was. That's very smart for Sagor, and I commend you for that. But <laughs> there were not any that you could find in the room you were in. Very smart for Sagor. We should have left. But we should have left and looked around. <laughs> what did we do? Why did we recall? We should have right now. All right, we leave. Like, you guys had like 20 minutes while I was out. So we could totally say you guys did something. I, I mean, yeah, the, the the place would kind of be guarded by people, and most of them would not let you into other places. We as, totally destroyed them. As well, also you, yeah, you also you kind of just demolished part of it. You, there's not really a whole lot you can gain from this. It seems like the All place right. was kind of cleaned out before you went to it to All prevent right. such a situation from happening. But mm. we can say you're you sure we couldn't find those two chests of. 2,000 plaques. You could not find them, no. <laughs> Dang. Um, <laughs> they were an illusion. But you go to Cobalt Castle. Alright, you guys teleport to Cobalt Castle. It is um, still kind of... It's funny how the, the rain even continues here. It was rainy weather in um, Wilburg where you were, and also rainy weather all the way up by Cobalt Castle. Um, seems to be pretty normal. There's a few Cobalt standing out in the rain. Obviously the siege equipment is the same as you left it. And then they... Oh, they greet you. So, what do you guys do with Cobalt Castle? Uh, we immediately run over to the teleportation circle. Yeah. Yeah, we're 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 rushing. All right. We say no one over. Oh hi! You're teleport. Um, Got the goal. We're using Bolton this. Okay. So you guys teleport back to Ebnaron. And uh, is that his name? Yeah, has been for this entire campaign. Um, teleport back to Ebnaron, and it's the same. There's no rain here, but it is a bit cloudy, as it always is in the Forgotten Isles. Um, the first thing you notice is that Ebnaron is sitting at a table. Um, That's, he's usually standing. He's, I mean, yeah, it's not weird for him because obviously, you know, he can create things. But he's sitting at a table with four stools in front of it. And he um, waves to you, ah, hello everyone, please, uh, come over here quickly. Um, and as you approach, you notice also that Pathfinder's nowhere to be seen. The table that used to hold him uh, seems empty. Uh, hello, everyone, uh, I trust you are um, all doing well? Uh, yes. Uh -huh. We rushed over to see what, what was going on. Um, we had right. a little bit of a... Um, Tussle with an old friend. Oh, right, there was that meeting. How did that go? Uh, I think quite well, actually. Well, uh... <laughs> I mean, th there were some unsatisfying parts, but I definitely got some tension out. Hmm. All right, well, gonna look at the bright side. We have a cannon now. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you have that before? I feel yes. like I would have noticed it. <laughs> I did say that we now have a cannon. Wow, okay. Um, well, anyways, um, everyone please sit down. There's something very important I need to uh, share with you and some conclusions we need to draw. Um, so I assume you all sit here. I love here. drawing. I do too, but not right now. <laughs> I, can I just please. say really quickly that Ebneron reminds me of Ambrose from Wizard 101. <laughs> <laughs> no! 
<laughs> that old guy who, oh, man. who was like, the headmaster. I know what you mean, but... Mm -hmm. Alright, sorry. You, you all take a seat. Okay, how long is Abnon's beard? <laughs> um, it's down probably like middle chest. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's pretty long. He's 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 kind of um. Take like the overall personality. It reminds and, me of Merlin, just instead of living in the woods. I was gonna say Radagast from uh, the Hobbit movies. He's uh, kind of he's a lot like Radagast. Well, Radagast is like. Also, nature, nature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of looks and personality. Oh, okay. Okay. But anyways. All right. Everyone is seated. Okay. Now, I would like to start out by saying that I know I have been a bit difficult uh, throughout the course of you knowing me. Yes, you did. In, you did make one of our uh, companions burn off a hand without actually telling us that we had to do it beforehand. Well, more than that. I, I think I... <laughs> yes, there was that. I'm sorry, Ruljiak. But <clears throat> the point of this is that I feel like I have not shared with you everything I should. Um, I've waited for long enough. I have kept a few secrets from you. I've not been as helpful as I can. And I've decided that now is the time to act. Enough is enough. I have been working very hard over the last several months on um, projects and such for uh, certain things. <laughs> guys, please, please both pay attention. You guys are both discussing things. Just don't touch the movies, okay? The more you touch them, the more it's gonna be distracting. So, I'm going to start out by telling you who I really am. Again, this is something I should have done. Daddy? A, a <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> okay. This is something I should have started out with a long time ago. Um, and I apologize, but... You probably heard a little bit of this from Oriel. But not Oriel, Obadiah. Um, from the archives. My name is not Amaron. It is Oriel Stonin. And I was once an adventurer. I was once a part of a group called the Bannerets. You could say probably about uh, maybe 60 years ago, I became part of this group. It contained me, a transportation wizard at the time, Amelia Trapaya, a sorceress of time, and Baka, a, a total paladin of sorts, of Mistra. And later we um, took on Obadiah Jacobs, a, uh, a, an illusionist, an arcanist, as a, my own apprentice. And you have met all these people. Over the course of uh, you knowing me, you've also met, I believe, every single one of the previous Bannerets. They've probably either mentioned me or you've brought it up to them. And, well, as much as we weren't really um, a group like you, we didn't have to save the world or anything, we were truly a, a very powerful group of adventurers. Um, I spent a lot of time with them, I got to know all of them. Uh, and I feel like I really, we really were a lot like you, all as, as, um, as younger people. 
think Texu reminded me a lot of Baka when he was younger. He was very contemplative in his actions. Has but... Chance met the, the turtle? No, no. Yeah, she, she is not. She wasn't there when uh, they went to the island. No, Sildan, Sildan was the one who was there. Uh, he, he was very contemplative out of combat, but when he grabbed his mace, I wouldn't want to be in front of him. I don't know who that is, but uh, thank you. And of course, Victor, I am reminded of myself when I look at you. Yuck. Very full. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. I just... I, sorry. I just... I understand. <laughs> I was very full of uh, life and energy at that lunch. Very curious. Not as curious as you, but... Really, I just feel like I should tell you this because I've kept it from you for so long. I feel like my past has been rather mysterious, um, and I haven't, uh, I haven't shared things with you that I should have. But there's another part of this story that probably has more to do with my main point, and that is uh, how all of us stopped being a group. I, Amelia, and I, we. Uh, we had a bit of a relationship. Um, we started out not really liking each other, but as time went on, we started to sort of grow towards each other, and when I was about 30 years old, I asked for her hand in marriage. And she accepted. And honestly, I cannot think of a happier day in my life when I stood on those those wedding gates and I, I married Amelia. And we had a son together. A young little half-elven boy named William. He was a, a very, very bright boy. Uh, he, he always <laughs> was wanting to learn, and uh, both of his parents being masters of the arcane arts, we taught him at a very early age how to, um, how to understand spells and the, the weave, as you could say. But... Uh, Things did not go so well um, all the time. We as a group sort of started to grow apart a bit. Um, we became... We, we wanted to sort of go into our own walks of life. Baka was getting older, he didn't really want to be a fighter anymore. Obadiah wanted to open his library of secrets, and Amelia wanted to follow her royal lineage. I, well, I didn't really have any plans. I was just going to uh, be a wizard for the rest of my life. And as much as we didn't really do things uh, after probably eight or nine years into uh, this whole thing, we, we were still friends. But uh, my carelessness led to uh, a very big wedge being driven between um, uh, several of us. Excuse me. One day I was teaching William how to uh, cast a sort of spell called Prestidigitation. Of course, you know it, I'm sure. It was very small. I just wanted to show him how to light a match. Um, and we were sitting in front of a fireplace. And I, uh, in my haste, bumped the table, knocked over a bottle of uh, alchemical solutions, and 
We don't have to go into it, but we can get the picture. William was gone. I didn't even have time to blink, and he was gone. And I... I could hardly even process what had just happened. It took me a few hours just to sit down and understand what I had just done. I knew I had done it because of my carelessness. I, I, I was being too fast, I was moving around too much, I was so excited. And that was my extreme downfall. And breaking the news to Amelia was... She was beside herself with shock and anger. She, she didn't talk to me for three days. And on the fourth day, all she ever said to me was, Get out. Go away. I don't want to see your face anymore. And so I did. Things had been going well, really, they had. And just like that, I lost much everything. My son, my respect, my, my love, it was all just gone because I didn't pay attention. I never really did. It was always a problem of mine. Amelia told me, everyone else told me. And so instead of trying to amend things, I just ran away. I moved out here, I changed my name, and I am 87 years old now. It has been almost 50 years since the day I lost my family. I have not talked to anyone from the Banneret since. I doubt they really trust me. I'm sure word traveled pretty fast about my well, incident. You almost did. I don't want to. Now, this is very sad. Yes. I'm sorry that I, I'm putting this on you right away, but all of this is to say that throughout my life, I am not long for this world. I'm lucky I've lived this long, and I'm sure in the next few years I'm going to be six feet under. And so I'm saying this now because right now I'm amending things. I'm trying to take time to act. The world around us is crumbling to pieces. In case you haven't noticed, almost every major city has gone from existence. We have definitely noticed. I don't know what this is. This is Hordes of zombies are growing all around us. People are dying. I'm sure our population is perhaps a quarter of what it was at the beginning of this journey. You say that like that is our fault. It's not. It is not your fault. Then maybe, you guys screwed then this maybe up. Maybe pulling down the thought, right? I, I'm, I'm speaking with, with vigor, with authority, because I'm saying we need to do something right now. Absolutely. What you have can't. That's fight. what I've been telling you every single time. Also, very sad. Where I'm truly sorry. I don't think any of us have been in disagreement that we need to stop yes, the zombies. But what I'm seeing is all this time I have been sending you on quests and making you hop around the world and gathering things. So we can make a thingy so that we can kill a god. Yes. And what I'm saying right now is that it's done. Oh. We can kill, we can I, kill the god now. I know that was a lot of song and dance, but yes. I. Why didn't you 
Well, we're... It okay. took so time to work Tell me... Listen, listen, there's a lot of things I need to show you is right now. Is it a now. silver bullet? I no. don't know what a bullet is, but... <laughs> so, listen, 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 listen. There's a, lot of things, there's a lot of things I need to tell you right now. Okay, well, let's, let's hop to it then. Alright, so, please, come with me. And he leads you behind um, one of the two tents that are in his, uh, in his keep, in this area. Um, and you see around this, behind this tent, is a circle of stones. A sort of circle of rocks about seven feet in width and height that has been constructed um, in the grass. And uh, it just looks like an empty gate of stones, basically, that form a circle. This is a portal. I don't have any special weapons necessarily for you to kill Merkel. Rather, you all are the weapon. You are going to Merkel in his own plane of existence. And you're going to cut the head off the snake. And that's the plan. And remind me where he is. I, um, I don't remember what his plane is called, but it's his own personal plane of existence. Is there anything that we should know? So like is there a like, wind that uh, drives us mad, or like quicksand that you know like, dumps us in hell? Or, I can't like, say I know anything really about it. I've done as much research as I can. I know I have, I have not prepared you all very well in the past for going into situations like this, which is why I'm telling you all this right now. Because, I mean, I know this is on short notice, but I'm preparing you for everything right now. I, unfortunately, I can't tell you a whole lot about what you're going into. Um, I've never, no one really has been to this plane before. I know it's obviously going to be a plane of death, I'm, I'm sure, but whatever you do, when you're there, you need to find Merkel and kill him, of course. Well, not kill him, capture him, which we'll get to in a moment. Okay. Oh, a yes, I remember. We got the thingy-majig with the obligatron, and it... <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yes. twist the parts, and it... and do the incantation, yeah, so and it traps him in the box. Yes, so on and so forth. And, uh, just a quick question. Mm -hmm. Um, so Merkel is god of death. Correct? Or old god of death? Death and undeath, yes, I yes, believe. Right. So how do we so, kill him? <laughs> you don't kill him, you capture him. Oh yes, I forgot. Okay. Sorry. I, uh, we talked about that a second ago. So there, yes. would, there would be other... <laughs> there are other gods of death. I mean, yes. From well, other, can we look at what they have going on? And then maybe like... Look, that's not... I don't think... Look, are we sure it's Merkel? <laughs> this whole time? I, I'm no, pretty I sure it's Merkel. Okay. So... I have this. <laughs> Alright. So. Um, oh, we made a real bad mistake. This. <laughs> I, I assembled this portal with um, some of the rocks you gave me, as well as a, a bottle of universal solvent I happen to have around. You have glue? Yes. That's what universal solvent yes, yes, is. Um, so, as well, uh, he like fishes into his pockets for a second. Here. Take. Um, who has the steadiest hands here? Yep. I believe it's me. Yeah, what's his Here, what's his of hand? And he hands you this bottle. Eight. Wait, wait. That plus eight. Fire? Yeah, yeah, plus eight. Okay. I was like, plus eight. What? Yeah. Here, take this, Victor. And he hands you this um, bottle of what, the small Three. bottle of what appears to be sort of dark purple liquid. This is what is basically your key through the portal. What you're going to do when you're ready is throw the 
bottle. I, what what it is is um, I took some of the power from those uh, purple, those blue power crystals you got me. You remember? Yes. And then some of the power from the dark energy crystals that you've gathered over the years, right? Um. Yes. I I took the power and I combined it in here and I tuned it. We don't need to get into specific Unlimited power! I've been working on this for a long time. But what you need to do is throw this at the top of the portal. It will drip down, and through that sort of liquid that falls out, you will be able to go through. Wonderful. So, that is how you're going to get there. But, let me discuss the plan. I lied. My sleight of hand is actually plus ten. I just haven't updated it. Uh, I think my hand, my sleight of hand's better than you. It's plus two. two. Okay, so this is uh, this is a whole bunch of rocks and some magic rock juice. Well, yes. Why hasn't this been done before? I don't know. Like it seems. I mean, I don't know. I don't explicitly. Look know again. I've been working on this for a very long time, and I just haven't really discussed it with you because I needed to focus on it, and okay. I wasn't sure what the right time would be. But that is... so that's how you're going to get there. This is the plan that I think we have laid out. First. Um, the right of enclosure. Uh, I believe I have that somewhere, and he runs to his tent and brings back the box. So, um, here is what needs to happen. Uh, anyone can read the, the ritual who can read. Um, hold, hold on, let, let me. Let's get back to the table. Question. What? I can't read. Wait, Who can we? <laughs> I think only one of us can read. Uh, <laughs> this is quite disappointing. Be, I guess it would be Victor then. Alright. It would be Braille like the way that. Anyways, let's. Uh, we need to discuss. Let's this. not get into semantics. You all, you all kind of gather on the table frantically. Ebnard is moving very, very fast. He's talking super fast. He's moving around. Alright, so for him. This, this right, he opens up the box and he takes out the papers and the crystal. And apply a haste spell to everyone. <laughs> he starts talking like... Twice so another kind of Yeah. Alright, well, I guess Victor's probably the one who's going to read it anyway. So, here. Victor, what you need to do... This right is a, a ritual that you need to perform. Um, it has... The way I've um, divided it... Uh, we still need to transcribe it. Um, but the way I've divided it up is into three parts. Um, you can start the ritual, then read the first part, and then from from that point, you can either read the second and or third part or finish the ritual. Basically, the longer you read the ritual, the more difficult it will be for Merkel to resist being trapped in this crystal. Does that make sense? Yes. So, I don't know what the battle will be like but the main idea is that um, you can either read it quickly if you don't have enough options and see if it works, or try to read it for longer and guarantee, or at least get a better idea that it will work. If there is anyone who can hold a god in place for long enough for me to trap him in some sort of interdimensional cube, it's our brood. You know, I... Yes, I, I trust you. <laughs> it's our tank. All right, Who's well, as strong as a god. <laughs> he is, yeah. Quite. And he's sort of a god themselves. Wait, really? Yeah, it is something we found out recently. Um, I'll ask, we'll talk about it later. 
Okay, so that's the right. He closed the box and pushed it to the side. Now, that's... Um, we have, we're going to get there. We have the plan now. Again, I've said before that I have not really prepared you very well for sorts of things like this. So, I have done that this time. Presence? Yes. If we survive this, uh, quick thing, we need to get Segor a church. And followers. Church of Segor. Church of Segor. Uh, Everyone yeah. in the church Just must speak in three word sentences. <laughs> and they must get absolutely jacked. <laughs> yeah, you have to win a minimum strength 16 to enter the church. <laughs> I don't think that's the doors uh, it's like the, I, don't know, I don't know if any of you have watched Hunter x Hunter, but the testing gates... I have not, no. It's it's like you have to be a certain amount of strength to... You have to, to be... Open the they're made doors. of like huge steel, thick steel, and they're built to swing back closed. Oh, I see. So it's super hard to open them. Okay. So you have to... Well, um, okay, so first of all, he like reaches into his coat and pulls out... He like, <clears throat> like scatters four like sort of stones on the table. These look to be simple stones, maybe about as wide around as a gold coin, um, but they have sort of a, a red glow to them. Uh, they kind of look like marbles, big marbles. Okay, he, he, he like spills them out, he like collects them all. It's a shame you can't see them. Um, one, two, three. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, first thing I'm giving you, Tex, you remember the uh, O stones we discussed? The O stones, yes. These are not those. Oh. Why would you do that? <laughs> because there's something better. You're going here to... If, I mean, you're going here to capture Merkel. Yes. You don't want to escape. Either you capture him or you die. I mean, do we have a way out once we capture him? No. We'll talk about that later. What? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. No, seriously, we will. But... No, seriously. First of all, these are something of my very own making. Nothing like this exists on the planet as far as I'm aware. These are creation stones. Now, creationary magic is very hard to, to replicate in others. It took me nearly 30 years to get it just to work for myself. But these can... I've imbued these with a bit of my own magic so that they can create spells once a day. They're one, they're one time use. Anyone can use one of these orbs, these rocks, to create a spell. Any spell of reasonable power. Like that exists? Yes. Okay. Literally any spell that exists. So you I can use this and create it and target a creature with it. So, uh, out of character, that is as an action. Um, We're going can, into the expanded... Uh... You can cast any spell of 7th level or lower with these stones. Any class, any level below 8th. Any level 7th or lower, um, with your highest mental stat. So like for Sega, it would be Wisdom. Your highest uh, mental statistic. Easy. So, right. um, here, you all, you all get one, and he like, rolls them towards you. I instantly use mine to cast Fireball at 7th level. <laughs> no. <laughs> Incinerate the entire Okay, part. wait, wait. Question. Yes. Uh, so I... I teleported bread. <laughs> I've done nothing but talk about bread. So, what level and lower? Seventh? Seventh level or lower. So These are creation stones, by the way, in case you need to write it down. So, uh, I have the ability to uh, use the, the latest magic that I have in order to increase attacks. Um, uh, 
Oh, un- un- that sort of smiting thing? Yes. Yes, but smites. You can cast, you can stack yeah, them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So you can stack a I, bunch I, I, and you I can... I can do a seventh level smite, which is impossible. I was going to say, that's not even possible with Paladin Sanders. It is. Can I do a, can I do a seventh level smite? It, I'll get back to you on that. Alright. I need to think about that. It, it, like, it would... But you can also... On top of that, cast a smite. Yes. And then cast another smite. There's so many smites in the book that you can actually like. I'm pre- I calculated it at one point, but it's like somewhere around 300 damage in a single hit. Yeah. It's like we'll see about okay. that. I will. I will. I will talk to you about that later. Can I get the player's handbook. Because Sager can now cast. <laughs> yeah. Again, use use wisdom. All right. So um, everyone's aware that they have these stones, and there's one more thing. Um, you all may have noticed the absence of a certain, uh, robotic creature. What the? Oh! For a second, Pathfinder. You know, yeah, you all notice, um, right now Pathfinder's not here. Yeah, where is he? Um, I promise he's not dead. Uh, he's, he's, he's I mean, here. It is concerning that it was the first thing you said. He's here. He and I have been discussing things while you were away. Um, and those stones... Uh, you sent me, but not just for the portal. I think uh, there's some very important information I need to share with you about Pathfinder, and that is that he has shared with me that he wants to protect you all more. He wants to help contribute to the fray of battle. And he's planning on doing that in this plane, correct? Yes. Um, I wish I could go with you to this plane. And again, he and I discuss these things very much at length. I wish I could go with you to this plane. I really do. There's a lot that I want to accomplish, but at the same time, my body is far too old for these sorts of things. I am... I have not seen combat for a very long time, and I doubt I can handle the stress. So, instead of me, you will have a warrior going with you to this plane instead. Who? Your mother. I said, you will have a warrior going with you to this plane instead. And you hear, oh, sorry. And from behind the second tent, Don't tell me. you see a creature stand up, about eight and a half feet in height. This creature kind of, it walks out, and you all just look at it in awe. This creature is what appears to be a humanoid with very bulky arms and legs made from stones, like kind of like how the thing works in the Fantastic Four. It's like a bunch of small rocks all over its body of different shapes and sizes. Um, it has a face, you see two eyes glowing blue and a movable mouth, and from the center of its chest you see, while it is covered with stones, there is some light blue uh, glow coming from the cracks in the stone. And it all just kind of looks down at you and says, well, hello everyone. What is this? I'm Pathfinder. Your voice seems to be deeper. Did you go through puberty? It keeps getting. Can you do that? It was the same. No, it was that way last time. It is all about puberty, yes. It's. I swear, it's it's him. I made him. What did you do to my sweet boy? (laughs) Um, Why is he so chunky? Well, you heard him, Naron. He said that I wanted to protect you all more. Last time I tried to protect you, I almost died. This time I feel like I'm a little more durable. Okay, but here's the thing. That is my main concern. What? Like you said, last time you tried to fight something, you almost died. 
And that is, so that is like your one combat. So that is 100% uh, of the times that you've tried to fight something, you've almost died. Well, I mean... Those are bad odds. I doubt that if I were to jump in front of a battle axe, I would be cut in half again. In this form, at least. The point... Uh, how confident are you? Um, well, you can take a swing at me if you'd like. I will. You know what? Having a sentient golem with us is all good. Yeah, you know? so, uh, real quick, I need to make sure I get the stats for You can't go wrong with a golem. <laughs> so can, can yes, we cast with this creation, starting creation, any spell even, no matter the material requirements? I'd say golems are, I would say you still have to Easier have to fix than Warforged, okay. that... Unless we have a spell casting focus? You know, material components that have so a specific cost. Oh, okay. You can't kill a golem. I think he's not yeah. alive. Look, everyone, I think you're missing the point. I can fight with you now. Yes. Before I was a small, sort of semi-weak, warforged. You now look at me. I'm taller than all of you. Look, I don't, I don't want to diminish you, but you've swung a stick at me like a few times. You are not, you have not been trained in combat. Uh, Pathfinder walks up to you, and he like firmly but calmly grabs you by the shoulder and just lifts you up to his level. That is... And, um, I'm going to... Like, he, he just, like, not, not antagonistically, no, yeah, he just, yeah. like, holding at arm's length, he just lifts you up until your feet are about, like, two feet off the ground. And All he right. just looks at you and says, Trust me, Tex, I think I can handle I, myself. I'm, I'm going to, uh, let's see... Um, I'm gonna take the blunt end of my maul, mm -hmm. and... I mean, it's a maul. Yeah, every so part, it, it, every it, end of it is blunt. Well, so like, like one bit's like this, this spike. Well, yeah, I, and then one bit's like the hammer. I get what you mean, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna throw it, like, swing it towards the inside of his ribs. Okay. Or like where his ribs would be. Yeah, go ahead and make the tackle. I'm holding me up. One second. I need to grab his stats. Make sure I have those. I found the spell Let's I want. all use our spell stats to conjure celestials. I want to, I want to use Odo's Irresistible Dance on it. But we can all use them to conjure celestials. Right. So, um, okay, but don't we want me to do a Pathfinder stats. So for, okay, guys, you can do that. For your information, um, this is going to make your attack roll. For your information, guys, Pathfinder stats are equivalent to that of a stone golem. Yo, with them. Yeah. All right. Nice, there we go. All right, that's going to be... Uh, 27. That hits. Roll damage. What? Can't we all just finger a death? Uh, uh, yeah, we could. I'm I was <laughs> looking at that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just doing a quick, a quick chop on a. That, that, that still wouldn't work though because he's already dead. Yeah. I did these. Uh, so, 13 damage. Okay, so you smack oh, him. Oh, and then uh, plus 1d8, because I'm better at that now. Oh, right, yeah, the radiant damage. Okay, uh, so 19 damage. Okay, so you, you smack him under the ribs, and while the normal Pathfinder would have crumpled underneath such a blow, he kind of just... <clears throat> he does not drop me? No. Alright, fine. And well, I, I mean, Tex, look at me. I could... I'm literally twice your size. Yes, but don't get cocky. That's what Look, gets I'm not. Feel. Trust me, I'm not saying I'm better than you, but I see this as an, a complete positive. I can now protect all of you. I can fight with you instead of 
always hanging back. I don't have to watch my friends die or get hurt, or intervene and get myself nearly killed in the process too. All of that has happened before, but it won't have to happen again. So, um, here's the thing. Because I am the DM and I have a lot of things to take care of, I would request that one of you maintain the stats for Pathfinder like in combat or stuff like that. Uh, I'll do that. Okay, so he just has the stats for a stone golem. Um, so here's the monster manual. You can just look it up or here's another like, print one, out anything you which want. Which is kind of cool is uh, is sunbeam. We can all just shoot lasers out of our hands and like it lasts for a minute and you can keep shooting new lasers and they all stay there. <laughs> so we can make a huge maze of lasers. We can just like cage him with lasers. Yes. All right. Well, um, so. Uh, I've prepared all of this for you. Um, I hope you <laughs> are happy with what I've. We can all just magic missile him. <laughs> <laughs> just seventh level magic missile. Everyone does that. So, um, I hold person. How did? Why didn't I think of that? Sorry, guys. Focus. All right. So, um, I know that this is all a lot to take in, but, um. I mean, what, just, just, I, I'm doing all this because I, uh, I want to do more. I want to make sure we finish things on the right note. Recently, I've, I had a bit of a dream or vision that I cannot really speak about. But in it, I know that Bad things are coming. We, we on this world, Athelpia, will experience something that we need every ounce of manpower to prepare for. And while it would be best that you were here at the same time to truly save our world, you need to go to the source. You need to find the evil creature that is Merkel, and stop him for good, no matter the cost. I understand that maybe you might not make it back. I can teleport you back, but the chances of it working are not high. So I want you to all look at me and promise that you're ready for this. Because once you go through the portal, there's no going back. You either save the world, or you join Merkel's ranks. Well... Okay. I really don't think there's any other outlook. I will give you one day. 24 hours from now. One day to prepare anything you need. To gain any other materials. Say goodbyes to people you need to. And exactly 24 hours from now, you must be at this spot and ready to go. Do you understand me? I know this is all very out of short notice, but we do not have enough time to think or dawdle about these sorts of things. In the coming weeks, our entire planet will be tested. The will of humanity will be tested, and if we fail, we are all gone. 
It is up to you to stop the main driving force of this darkness that has plagued us for so long. I know I... I know that I was too long-winded in this discussion. I know that I have held off for a long time in telling you this, and I apologize, which is why we need to do this quickly. We must act now. So let's act. Let's get this. Out of curiosity, we got we got rubies at somewhere, right? Yeah, four gold pieces worth of diamonds, yes. And rubies as well? Yeah, we, yeah we've gotten scattered okay. gems throughout the adventure. Mm-hmm. So all of those scattered gems, all of those gems, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to find a place. Can Gruldriak, can you take me to... Uh, Cobalt Castle, so I can get some money. Sure. Um. All right. The two of you do that. In the meantime, what are text? We poof into magical uh, rainbow sigil. Doing. Again, you have one day, and be back here. Do whatever you need to. I will prepare. Make sure everything is organized, and you do the same. <clears throat> I go and pray to great <coughs> granddaddy, God boy. Sorry. God boy. Yeah. I believe. Temp- tempest. 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 All right, you, in the first time, for the first time in your life, you kneel down and you kind of just say a prayer to your your grandfather, Tempest, saying, may your strength guide me, and may I unfailingly fight. Um, okay, with class words. Yeah. Dex, what about you? Um... So I haven't really used them in this campaign, um, but I have a criminal contact. You do. We have, we discussed it uh, out of the game, um, but they are essentially a friend of mine that is a member of the Blackstone Legion. Yeah. Um, and you told us this. I mean, it like literally just came up that I would like, like we just sort of dealt with most of my old party. Mm. That's me, sorry. Um, But, uh, yeah, essentially, uh, Tex just walks off, um, and using her sending stuff. That's 16 um, times 2, that's 32 D4. She contacts uh, her contact, um, and essentially just sort of uh, has him through the sending stuff write a letter to as a lie. <laughs> okay. And we can go over what that says. No, that yeah, that you use your sending stone, you call up, and well, you just and, and we can write out this letter to yeah. a friend you hope you'll see again one day. Exactly. Um, and you just spend your time doing that. Google yeah. Dragon Victor, you go to the Cobalt Castle. Um, what do you grab exactly? All of the money left. I don't know how much is left. I just walk into the treasure. Literally one well, not all of it. I, I, I like, believe I just okay. scoop a bunch. I guess I, I don't entirely remember. I believe oh. you probably have somewhere around two hundred platinum and probably six hundred gold left in there. We're around six point six million. Okay. <laughs> We're billionaires, it's nothing. nothing so I took it all. We're gonna go to um, I help what's them. the biggest city left? Um probably Central Dale. Or, Which I is mean, not that far away from the. the okay, base. you guys could go to Elf Island. Yeah, an Elf. That's gonna have a lot of really right. good things to buy. Right? Yeah. You mean? 
Yeah, is that gonna- would that be a good place to buy magic and stuff? Hey, great thing, we have a teleportation circle there. You do? Yep. I don't remember that. Right next to the library hidden. Whether we do or don't, we right, can use- yeah. Whether we do or don't, we can huh. use the Stone of Creation <laughs> to cast the teleportation <laughs> spell today. Exactly. So... Okay. Let's go there. Uh, we're gonna go there. Do we have a circle? Yeah, in yeah. Cobalt Castle. In yeah, so you yeah, you do. Yeah, you have it in the the archives, which okay. is nearby. No, right next All to right. the archives in a valley. Yeah. All right. Alec well, we're gonna. So yeah, like the kobolds are all like, I have, I have hey. my guardian faith. What's going on? You're like, there excuse me, pardon things. me. You open up, you like rip open the safe, grab all the money, and they're like, hey, what's going on? We gotta go buy it. Teleport <laughs> out. Well, yeah. You should have left a note, just being like, like gather your defenses and be on watch for the next like 24 hours. Yeah. We'll do that when we we need when to go back because okay, when yeah. we we have to come back. Well, I'll leave whatever money I don't spend. Alright, we're in this place. I'm gonna look for the nearest um, magic shop as well as... Actually, I'm gonna look for a jeweler first. Okay, you find a jeweler. I'm gonna find as many herbs and incense as I possibly can. And right. how many... Like a gardener. Um, how much platinum would be 1,200 gold pieces? 120. Alright. Um, I ask him for... Could I have... 120. A very, a very, an elf man with like really, really high chin looking down at you with like a, sh a bald shaven head. Any 390. Ah, what a beautiful, shiny head you have. It's almost like. Thank you. Identical to all of the jewels in your store. That's what I was going for. Wonderful. It's just well, like I was wondering if. <laughs> I was wondering if. Um, I need 346 gold. I, let's say I gave it to you while right, we were on the way. Um, uh, wait, I just need to calculate. Okay. And uh, what do you need? Um, could I please have 120 platinum worth of rubies? Let me check them back. He goes around <laughs> and he does bring back a a bag of. He said 120 platinum. Yep. Very well. Pushes it towards you and he holds out his hand. Alright, I have... Take uh, it and run! I have about 225 gold pieces worth of platinum. Or rubies. 225 gold pieces. The money, sir. I'll just take give it yeah. to him anyway. Alright. Some spare. Not some spare. Yeah. Alright, Gruuljack. Um, I buy 346 gold pieces, or 390 is, gold pieces okay. worth. Of you buy like incense and herbs. You buy out like every. I go to Costco. Group. You buy out like every single greenhouse in the city. Yeah. You just go. You just like zipping between them. Like, can I have all your herbs and incense? I have zero gold. Elf town. You just start like waiting like restaurants. <laughs> like, Give me your oil. Give me your cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> Give it all. I need all of it. Here's the gold. Just give me. Uh, so I, I'm going to look for a magic shop now. Alright, um, you actually find that a lot of the city is pretty closed down right now. Ah, uh, perfect for stealing. The, <laughs> like, the city seems very empty. It's kind of closed down. A lot of shops are locked and, you know, you notice, you notice this when you got in. As you get to the more closer to the center of the city, you're, you're seeing like, hey, there's a lot of things that aren't here. And you turn to a guard, and they're like, hey, what's going on? 
And he says, oh, uh, they're evacuating the city. They're preparing for a, a military assault somewhere, I think, in uh, southern Ethiopia somewhere. Fool. Oh, fun. Yeah, sorry. I, um, you can't buy much stuff. I mean, yeah, make sure you evacuate the rest. Did you get the evacuation report? Uh, totally, yeah. All right, see you, see you around. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go find Bruldriak. Maybe I'm gonna go not find Gruldriak. <laughs> Gruldriak just went to the bathroom. Gruldriak, I find him and he just starts walking away from me briskly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You find Gruldriak and he's just face down in the dark. <laughs> he's like tap, he's he's, tapped out. No, you, I just find the tavern with a he's broken window and it's like, and he's like at the bar like with two barrels next oh. to him. Ooh. Oh man, that was a two flusher. Okay, okay. He, he's like tapped out. Time to go. All right, time to go. Um. So, what what cities would uh, we know to not be collapsed at the moment? You don't know. You don't really have time to search the entirety of you know. We we don't got no time for that. Don't we? <laughs> Wish. No, 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 you don't hear this, bro. Alright, joke's well, on you, you gave us the components for it. Yeah, you could, you could take a trip back to uh, my backstory city. Um, Naveen. Naveen, since they were pretty far away from the start of the... Uh... I, I'm saying, okay. The place that we traveled here from. The reason I'm, guys, the reason I'm saying they're kind of closed down is because, time. yeah. <laughs> I look, I, like, a bunch of this is just... Alright, I'm gonna weird. roll to go back. I got a three, we go back. You go back. Oh, so my DC was one. Are there any other... <laughs> <laughs> are there I any... drop off that note to Cobalt Castle saying, Hey, you better watch out, you better not cry. Yeah, it you just... better not hide. Because you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I leave them it's the rest like of the money. This three feet long transcript, and it just repeatedly says, you better watch out. <laughs> you better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. Okay, I leave them 80 platinum and 852 gold pieces. I okay. take 10 platinum. And you just tell them to go wild. Are there any more things you want to do? It's going to be the end of the world. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I should have... I, I should have... Asked for the jeweler to give me another thing. It's Never too mind. late. Well, what, what do you need? You've left it. No, it's alright. I mean, it that probably only took like three hours. <laughs> Just teleport back and do it again. I mean, yeah, well, actually. What do you require? I guess, I guess we'll say you can kind of retcon a little bit. You're, we'll rewind time for a couple seconds. Alright, alright. I'm gonna, um. <laughs> well, um, uh. Well, you're not a blacksmith, so. I'm not. <laughs> Would any be you got any daggers with. Really nice pommels. We have an ornamental dagger on the wall there. And he points to like a really nice looking gold and ruby encrusted. It's, it's like a super expensive dagger. Now, can you make the. Is the pommel made of platinum? Uh. No, it's a diamond. Diamond dagger? I mean, the metal around it is platinum, but it's a diamond in general. Okay, well, um. Let's see if that works. Let's you know, the story behind the dagger is actually very interesting. Wow, my please grand, tell My, my grandfather, a long time ago, he was an assassin. He goes into like this super long-winded story while you're just thinking like, oh. Is there, um... We're both back at the... So it's platinum. Yeah. Oh, is it... Does yeah. it have a grit of... I mean, I've been talking on... Um, does it have any like copper yeah. zinc in it? Dang. Uh... Oh, fish. I wouldn't yeah. really know. Bring me back some more. Well, 
Yeah, can I tower. maybe use an, make an insight check to see if I see anything that looks like? Sure, I guess. You, you know, he'll bring it down, and you can like investigate it very carefully. <laughs> All right. Uh, what would Save I use? Investigation or insight? <laughs> He's I come back. Last day on the material Inves plane, just fishing. Investigation. <laughs> yeah, I right. come back okay. and she's suddenly there again. <laughs> um, twenty-eight. There is a little bit of copper in the handle you see, but you don't know about zinc. All right. I'm gonna just. Gamble. I'm gonna buy it. You'd I'll like take to it. buy this dagger? Yes. Alright, it's a very important heirloom, but I'll give it to you for uh, 2,400 gold pieces. That's 2,400 gold. Yeah, but how much platinum is that? 240. 240 platinum. 200. So, if I do the math, um. Yabba dabba doo! <laughs> I just run out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't afford that! You, you, you run out and then use your... No. your oh, uh, yes, I run out and I run back in and then I snap. <laughs> well, no, I was there thinking, you go. I was thinking you use the stone to teleport away. No, oh, no, no. I, I snap. He snaps. Because we, we still have a day. I snapped. Uh, he snaps. 79. I rolled a 79. Uh, yeah, that works so... I'm gonna grab this dagger, don't move for 15 seconds. I grab the dagger and run. <laughs> I didn't even get time to roleplay, yeah, you're just out. <laughs> Alright, you have the dagger now. And now, we're, now, now we have lore and why we're hustling to get to the teleporter. Alright, so we can assume. Run, run, run! Run, run, run! We can assume Sorry, you all... I just had to go. I just had to go. Alright, we can assume you all say your goodbyes to some of the people. You probably stop like a old castle and you tell them. You know, I give them the three yard list of better watch out. Okay, you do that. And you, um, Derek says, Godspeed to you, adventurous. Uh, I have felt an honor working with all of you and I will not fail you in this time of need. Please don't die. And then we disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. We're the best people ever at their last day on earth material play. Yeah. Could we, um... And the last words I give him that he ever hears from us is, please don't die. <laughs> um, while you're on this island, uh -huh. um, you're kind of just it's hanging out. Um, you hear a voice in your head. Your vision, no normally your vision is sort of uh, some dull colors here and there, but your vision goes to white for a moment. Yeah, that could work. Guys. And um, you see, once again, the sort of dark-skinned elderly woman uh, sitting at the... I'm sitting in a rocking chair with two, you know, knitting needles in her hands, weaving a tapestry. It looks to be behind her there are threads that kind of just go off into nothingness, and below her is a tapestry that also appears to just sort of weave off into nothingness. Um, obviously, you know, this is Istis. Yeah. And she just sits there. So, sorry to pull you out of the blue for... Oh, this is, uh, I don't know, I was, I was bored, so this is what. <laughs> I was bored. <laughs> I am aware that you are embarking on a very dangerous journey. That is correct. guys? Most of the time, as a weaver of fate, I do not change fate. I have provided the string basically weird into existence, as it will be. But, in this case, I think there is a... 
I do have justice to alter the threads of fate a bit. I've had many champions before you, and many of them have fallen at the hands of evil. This evil is perhaps the greatest of all that I have witnessed my champions face. And I do not wish to watch another one be consumed by darkness. She reaches out a hand to you. Mm-hmm. You take it? I, I take it. Right. I give you my blessing. A blessing that when carried and when in your time of need is used will grant you strength and the ability to fly to your friends' aid as necessary as well as to smite the foes who wish to stand before you and to see the world before you as you may need to. slips away back to the Eagles. Yeah, Tex kneels um, in front of Istis. Uh, no, 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 no. You don't need to kneel in front of me. You're the warrior here. I, you stand. I am honored. This. I will make sure to to honor you and to. I I will vanquish this evil. In the old name is this. I've done everything I can to show you that you will. And I trust that you can. Misiatorium Texentium, you are a champion of fate. Fate has great plans for you. Perhaps this moment is one of the greatest. Do not fail me, I promise. The light will guide you. One last thing. Uh, if I survive this, uh, could you make me a sweater? It, uh, it gets pretty chilly in the uh, water plane. We'll see. Sounds good. And the light sort of brightens back into your eyes. And do you open your eyes to the, um, you know, the gray clouds above you and the grass? You see clouds above you. You see tents Texas, and grass. Texas faints. She's unconscious for like an hour. Whatever, but. We have another person that can read. You see. <laughs> no. Text for what is probably Not the first yet. time in your life. You see. You can see the sun shining through the clouds. You see Sagor standing near the tents. You see Evnaron working through his area. You see Pathfinder walking around. And your first thought is, man, this is a disappointment. <laughs> well, I mean, that's sort of already know what's going on. Um, Technically, Sagor is fishing. But you just, you just feel this, like, <laughs> light breathe into your body, like... Yeah. I can see. Before you're ready to, like, even notice it, I just walk up to you. Tex, ah, here, have this, it's a dagger. It's like this super, super nice dagger yeah, that I'm just handing to you. Thank you. Um, uh, you can cast a spell with the rock on that. And are you looking at me? 
<laughs> you notice where Tex's eyes were once sort of a gray color, they are now a sort of glowing yellow. And they're looking at me. Yeah, you, she's actually looking at you instead of just looking off straight, yeah. She looks very, like, just sort of shocked. Repeat what's wanted this. Uh, you can cast, there's a spell. It's called Mornikainen's Magnificent Sword. You can use it while still fighting, uh-huh. and it's a sword that just can act as almost a helper. You can control it while fighting. Okay. Interesting. Um, thank you. Yes, yeah, so if you decide that that is a good spell to cast in the time, don't feel pressured to cast that spell, but is, if you feel that it is useful... Is the dagger, like, consumed? No. No? Why, why such an ornamental dagger? It was the only one I could find. <laughs> okay! Oh, um... Things are getting pretty hairy down there, then. Yes, um... Yeah, I, uh... I spent all of our money, and, um... I met this wonderful shopkeeper, and it was... He said it was a family heirloom. He asked for a lot of money, but I... I paid up. Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I paid him 120 platinum, so I'd say that's fair. Okay, okay, because, like, <laughs> a, lot of things, a lot of things are suddenly changing. That uh, isn't something I would expect from you, but who knows. Right, I mean, if you, if you put a lie detector on me, it would say I was telling the truth. I don't think he's telling the truth. Well, maybe not the whole truth. But I'm telling the truth. I don't think I've said a lie this whole time. It is a family ornament of his. I did pay him 120 platinum. Did you pay him for that? Ah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I have. We're, we're I got pressure. a dagger. Yes, yes, uh, we're pressured for time. Thank you for this. Uh, yeah, text sheep that. Um, yeah, I feel like for the next, like, the time before. Um, so like like sight is essentially you're the most dependent on sight when it comes to like manipulating things around you, mm-hmm. uh, and so I think Tex has this like th- uh, this thing where she's like almost she's just absentmindedly doing all the things that she would normally do without like without needing her sight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it takes a little bit to get used to, it, but it is kind of like you've always known how to see. It's like, um, uh, like you, you know how uh, sometimes uh, if you bring attention Magic. to the fact that you are breathing? Mm-hmm. You suddenly <laughs> are aware of your breathing. And then you have to like purposely manually, like, breathe. manually breathe for a bit. Mm-hmm. That's sort of how it is with like literally doing everything. Yeah, it, it, that is kind of how it is for text. So it, um, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but... Sigor, do you have a sword in mind that... that or a spell in mind that that you're going to use with your thingy. Sigor doesn't know any of your spells, really, to be honest. He's only seen other people cast spells. So would we have to tell him a that spell That means his cast? creativity is off the charts. He can literally cast any spell he thinks. <laughs> That's true. If he, he wants something to happen, it's going to happen. <laughs> well, I'm thinking it might be better if I give him the sword, because that doesn't really take a spell casting ability. Yes, maybe someone else should have stone, and then he gets sword. Maybe. Yes. Yes, okay, here is... Here is this. Oh. Dagger. Yes, you can, you can attack someone with that. So you can make three attacks in your turn. 
Why don't I just use that on the cannon? So we have the cannon shooting with that spell. Oh, um, Pathfinder approaches you. I don't you, know Sigor. if you can do that. Sagor, Pathfinder approaches you. Um, we put the cannon on Pathfinder. Sagor, uh, do you always have that cannon with you? Yes. <laughs> Look, it seems very cool, and I admit I would like, I would love to use it. Um, would it be okay if I borrow it from you for this journey? I'll give it back once we're done. And it's probably gonna be based on like dexterity or something. It's probably it's like, no, it's strength. strength. Is it strength? Really? It's strength, yeah. For like aiming it. The thing is, oh, like basically, a you cannon. should give him the cannon. On, he can have the cannon. Yeah, pass back <laughs> strength. He's a stone golem. His strength is twenty-two. <laughs> That's not good. Not That's everything is a twenty-six. Sagor has. I know twenty-nine. <laughs> Sorry. Right, so Sagor kind of like reluctantly hands over the cannon, like, okay, fine. <clears throat> so, we can assume that. Like a small idea. We can <laughs> the man is stronger than a stone column. Yeah. I think you should summon a And Sebastian. smarter. <laughs> no, he's smarter than you. I'm smarter than it. The stone golem. No, his uh, intelligence is. What are Celestia's stats? stats? Hmm? How, hang on, hang on. Okay. Celestial, we'll, we'll discuss that um, probably before the battle. Um, so, we can assume that this day has passed. You all have gathered all the components and... An hour before we go on this journey, I'm going to cast Ukashaka Ukashaka Death Ward on this boy. On Victor? Yeah, I'm going to go Hooga 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 As I circle him and do some weird hand motions and dance around like a maniac. No, not even that. I throw dirt at him. Uh, <laughs> like a shot. By the very end, you're like just surrounded by dirt. I cast um, Prestidigitation. <laughs> you ruined this spot. I made no. a fish stew. <laughs> Alright, you have a very tasty fish stew. I spent 24 oh. hours making it. Better be good. Alright. So, um... I got and all this time has elapsed. I, I, I showed you how to make that. All this time has elapsed. You... Kind of, uh, you all stand before Naron. You still have that bottle, Victor, of weird purplish liquid. Pathfinder stands with you as well. And Abnaron just kind of looks at you all, and he's standing in front of the portal, and you guys are standing in front of him. And he just kind of looks over you and says, uh, well, is you all ready? I believe so. Before we do anything, I cast Guidance onto... Yo. Me. I finish my stew. <laughs> finish your stew. It's a really the good stew. The stew gives you guidance itself. I would like to it's talk really about stew. the plan before we go in. All right. I have come up with a little bit of a plan. Uh, there's a spell called Force Cage that'll allow me to trap, um, hopefully, trap uh, Merkel. Um, and it doesn't require my concentration, so I can also cast the ritual. As long as you guys can keep him subdued within the cage, I can continue casting that. However, you still have to, one of you would probably have to be in the cage with him. We also, I would like to weaken him first before we do that. Yes, oh, that's one thing I forgot to mention about the right. Um, you need to get his crown off first. 
You know that Merkel wears the crown of horns, right? Is that is it is that the right one? I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes. Horns, yes. Um, so, uh, his crown, I believe, is his source of power. First of all, you need to weaken him enough uh, to capture him in the right. If he is too powerful, uh, metagaming, if he has too many hit points, uh, you won't be able to trap him in the crystal. As well, you need to make sure to try to get his crown off. That way, um, he, he won't be able to cast some spell to, to free himself or something like that. Does anything happen to the crystal if he is too powerful? It just won't work, I don't think. Alright, well, Segor, I believe you should cast that sword spell and just try to do as much damage as possible. And then once we get him weak enough, um, we'll shout to you, of course, and you can hold him down. Um, uh, Gruldriak, do you know what you're casting with your Brock? No. I, I don't think know you either. should summon a no. celestial, possibly. Personally, I'm, I plan to wait until the moment arrives when I need it the most and choose a spell I already know, which will be effective for the moment, you know? Alright, that mean, makes it, sense. It may be good if, you know, he keeps the spell to, like, making sure we don't die. Correct, that's yes. fair. Um, there is a... I do know a spell. There is, I do know a spell that will allow us to help ensnare him and have him not hurt us as much. If you cast Hallow. Temple of the Gods, or that, yes, Hallow as well. I have the components for Hallow, and this right. should allow me to cast it instantly. You can you can discuss this more, I think, um, when you go. Uh, I, I don't think he'll... He probably won't just be right there. Um, you'll have to find him. Oh, so will we have to fight things on the way? I don't know. I really wish I could tell you, but I don't know. Isn't that a spell where you can, like, look into another... Sure, right before we go, I cast Augurary. Is it going to be good, bad, or neutral if we enter this place? Are we literally going to die? Mm. So this is you like get nothing. Augurary for just entering. All right. If we Honestly, enter, next in five minutes, the gods can't tell you. I was going to say, Gruljack, in this case, in, normally if you get nothing, you kind of get a sense like, eh, well, there's nothing particularly important that will happen. In this case, you get a sense like, even the gods can't really tell you what's going to happen. Hey, you, you get a different symbol and it's just a question mark. <laughs> it's like, huh? It's, I don't even get that. It's, it's just it's just my god looking down at me thinking, I don't know either. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, See man. it for me. What if, if you lose, like, yeah, man, I don't know. I'm a god of knowledge and I don't even know what's going on. Well, um... Everyone's everyone's got everything. You've got your your creation stones. You've got your weapons. You have the right pathfinders with you. I got my man card. Mm. Um, Victor has Victor has the um the the. You need to cast a super good spell on yourself, like Finger of Death, so I can throw you at. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna cast Inflict Wounds at seventh level onto myself. <laughs> it's just a flying bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, you guys just kind of breathe for a minute, you feel the, uh, the nervousness building in your chest, and, uh, um, let's just do this. And Neuron just kind of looks upon all of you. <clears throat> for the past few days, he's kind of been uh, very nervous, his shoulders are hunched up, um, his eyes are kind of wide, and then as he looks at you, it's alright. I cast Guidance on him. You kind of see his shoulders just... Didn't you already cast Guidance on me? That was a minute ago. Yeah, listen. <laughs> his, his shoulders just kind of go down, and he looks at all of you. Well, hopefully this isn't goodbye forever. No. 
But if it is, I want you all to know that you've made my life very bright. Is this fluffy? If not. Okay. First one was like, <laughs> this doesn't sound like a <laughs> You've all made my life very bright. I cast light. From the several years I've ago that I met you, I, I was in a pretty dark state. And when I found all four of you, it gave me purpose. I cast blindness. It made me feel like I can, I can do something again. Cascadence. Stop. I want you to know that I consider you all some of my closest friends to ever have blessed my presence. You all wonderful people. More powerful than I. Better than me. And try to come back in one piece, alright? I may be old, but I still need company. Oh, we have a bird. We haven't talked about the bird in a long time. We <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen the bird in a long time. Uh, Has the bird died? Yeah, before we go, where is the bird? Oh, Edwina? Yes. Um, I don't really use her anymore. She's not dead. I mean, she was alive to begin with. She's a fake creature. So she just kind of fizzled? I mean, I can still summon her. He like snaps his fingers and creates the bird. Oh I my God! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's that's good. Ghost. <laughs> She's been here this whole time. Firebolt. <laughs> she just explodes in the no. <laughs> this, this is great for a parting, a parting goodbye. Okay, I got. Uh... <laughs> no. Exactly rolling. That's... No, no, veto. It was 21. No, veto. I rolled 3d10 at this level? No, do it. Veto. No. Seven. No, veto. Stop. Stop rolling. You just resummon it. It's fine. No. How much? Alright. As the dungeon master, I'm vetoing this idea. Is she dead? Do not cast Firebolt on this. Is she dead? But would they have died? She would have died, yes. Literally like a pigeon. This is a great parting goodbye. <laughs> Shoots his only company. Oh, see you on the other side. A 21 definitely broke armor class. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> you know, the nice. armor class of a 25. I'm sorry. Guys, nice. break that. Come back. Come back. <laughs> Ruldrek, despite all that you've been through, I think you've always... Uh, you've stayed with the party with your healing, and I think this world has been a better place. The party would not have made it this far without you. And I appreciate someone who is stuck with something so long that they're so good at. And I think that's very commendable. I have no idea what I'm doing at the time. <laughs> yeah. As I try to keep us alive, I'll try to mend this world. Tex. Yes. I think you have been a very level head this whole time. When the party has been in trouble or when you They've been a bit off the rails. You've always been one to bring them back together. I respect someone who always has their head screwed on right. And I think out of all of them, not to offend anyone, but you have the strongest will. You have kept your jaw set, even in the face of danger. Sagor, by the gods, if I meet a man stronger than you, I must be in heaven. Not even there. <laughs> you are... By far, 
and I think it would please you to hear this. The strongest man, I think, that has ever lived on Athopia. We hand him the card. <laughs> Passes through dimensions. You've protected your party via your bruteness, and sure, you may not be the smartest man in the world, but I think you more than make up for it with... He was. Once the surrender. <laughs> I think you more than make up for it with the size of your heart. You may be a, a big, brutish man, but I know that deep down you're very caring, especially for your friends. And Victor, never in my life have I seen someone who is so much like myself, so full of life and curiosity and vigor. As we speak, I just created the Celsius and Fahrenheit systems. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I hope that far beyond my life, centuries into the future, you are the pioneer of magic and items that no man has ever seen. <coughs> I'm extremely proud of all of you. I've gotten to watch you grow over the, the years that I've known you. And I can say there are no men and women better suited for this quest. I'm sure the friends you've lost on the way are smiling down upon you now, seeing that you've made it this far. Some of my friends are my other friends. Those are some bad friends. This is not the time to talk about it, Tex. Anyway, we don't care about your backstory right now. This is my backstory. Okay, for God's sake. So, what is a backstory? I don't all... tell you how I lost 300 people every second. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Please focus, man. Alright, let's see what. Go on. So, Naron steps to the side. Victor, you take the the bottle and you throw it to the top of the portal. It cracks against, and you see the purple liquid, kind of like syrup drip down around the edge of the portal and form a sort of sparkly kind of black space like almost like an an end portal um standing in front of you minecraft <laughs> where's my hand on your arm on your hand no not that, not that hand the obsidian hand oh um you just see like sticking out of the portal. <laughs> <laughs> he used it in the, yeah, he used it in the creation. Okay. Um, but yeah. No, it's in all of the marbles. Just a piece of it. It's in the magic. It's like it's like Angelo and you like, Diamond is unbreakable. You look really close, and in that red crystal in the middle, there, you just see like your pointer finger. <laughs> pointer finger. That means one of y'all have my middle. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, the worst magic. Did everyone <laughs> say anything about Gujarak? Or did I just miss that? Yeah, he, 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 yeah, was, yeah. he was the first one. Oh, okay. That was the first <laughs> <laughs> No, he hates Gujarak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like, okay, I guess Gujarak right. doesn't get it. Imran kind of, guys, Imran kind of looks at you with watery eyes and... Alright. You all go save the world. It's time to go in. Alright. We march together. I walk up, right before start walking walk up in, the steps. I get spooked. I say no, and I cast word of recall. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah. All right, all right. You all join hands, and with that nervous feeling in the pit of your stomachs, you 
step through the portal. And we all turn into poop. Like and really cinematically. <laughs> it's like it's like really we actually everyone, no one gets nervous. Everyone come on, we've gotta get immersed. This yeah. is immersion time! Yeah, guys, please! This is immersion time. For God's sake, I've been trying to wrangle you guys like cattle. <laughs> this is the most this is like the the climax of the campaign, and you this guys are acting like immersion time. Please focus. Immersion time, right. Alright. <laughs> we walk through the portal all sick like it's like we're walking through water. We're like a game. You see the surface tension of the portal like warp in. And there are like stars in the in the film of the portal. And yeah, as you guys enter, ribbles surrounding us. As as you guys enter, it's kind of just like walking into space. You enter an area that is just surrounded by white dots and utter blackness, and you kind of just float through with the momentum of your walking. Has is text just like what colors are these? <laughs> yeah, no. You're a little confused. Texas, uh, and you just kind of drift for a moment, and you start to speed up a bit until you go faster and faster. The white dots start to move by, and they're they're flying by. Oh, you've gone you find yourself just. <laughs> I get vertigo. <laughs> and you're standing on a gray cliff. And you all are just kind of gathering yourselves. Immediately, the area you're standing in, you feel your knees go weak, your stomach hurts, and your your eyes kind of can't focus on anything. You immediately feel uneasy, like you, you just went through, uh, will be, like you just went through a bunch of turns on that, like NASA space, that like gravity the test thing. Spinny thing. thing. Yeah, the spinning thing. thing. That's what I was thinking about. And you all kind of, Gather yourself and you look up. You're standing on a gray cliff overlooking a vast landscape. The sky above you is completely black, rimmed with dark clouds. Far ahead of you, you see a huge octagonal castle made from black brick. Spikes rise out of the sides and up the top like a mountain. In, above the castle is a huge sort of storm that the clouds kind of writhe around, thunder echoing around you. The castle itself is built upon what looks to be a rocky island. Between the cliff you're standing on and this rocky island, there is a very thin gray-stoned path about maybe four feet wide, only probably able to carry single-file travel. Besides this cliff, the path, and the island that the castle is on, everything else is a vast, bottomless pit. You look inside, you see there's some light purple glow coming from inside, and as you kind of investigate, you see there's a bunch of shapes moving. It looks like insects crawling over each other. But as you look closer, you see it's in fact people. Souls. That are writhing around. You hear what you first thought was wind whistling in your ears is in fact the moaning and cries of the damned below you. Some of them rise up near your level only to dissipate or drop back down. This cacophony of undead voices just echoes throughout this world, making it seem like just this utter hopelessness surrounds you. The castle looms above you, and apprehensively you all just kind of look at each other before 
slowly walking on this very thin pathway. It's cracked and broken in a couple of places. And you kind of have to maneuver your way around carefully so as not to fall into the great pits around you. After a couple of minutes of travel, you get through the path and you find yourself standing on this island. The castle, again, like a great mountain, just stretching high into the sky above you. There's about 30 feet of distance between the edge of the castle and the edge of the island you're standing on. And around the castle, the outer walls, stands this sort of iron gate made of blackness that surrounds the whole thing. Two big um, doors in front. Uh, as you step up to it, the doors kind of squeak open, almost as if inviting you into this huge opening in the castle, about 20 feet in height, like a gaping maw. Spikes around the inside, even giving more of an appearance of a giant mouth of a monster wanting to swallow you. And inside the castle, you only see blackness from standing outside. As you stand in front of this, your body kind of shaking. What exactly do you guys do? Quildrick. Do you have a way of freeing some of these damned souls? No, but I think I see a whale. That's my mom. Oh, what? Alright. Anyways, uh, how long has it been? Um, uh, since we entered the portal and walked over here. Like, probably about five minutes. Great. Pathfinder, I mean, Pathfinder you hear from behind you. I cast Guidance on you. Guys, you do you think text. this is... Do you think this is it? That well, probably Merkel's at the top. Maybe. Yes, but I mean, there's got to be a way up, so I'm, I don't expect it to be easy. He's not going to let us walk onto his doorstep. I mean, he You have flight? No. I wonder if he's surprised if he yes. was a masochistic type of person who I do. just let us go up there. You, can't, you can only fly 60 feet. I mean, what can we expect yeah. from him? Do we know whether he might try to weaken us, or do we know whether he would just let us walk up to him? He'd probably try to kill one of us, or use his magic to kill one of us instantly, and use that dead person as a puppet. One interesting hypothesis. That would be on brand. I think we should just walk in the front door. If he's opening it for us, let's, um... They did, the gates did open like we were invited. I believe... Let's make sure we're not walking on any traps, and I'm going to investigate for traps. Investigate. Can I have you make this check because of your current mental state? You haven't quite gotten used to this place with disadvantage. I don't think I'm going to need any less than what I just rolled. Yeah. Um, seven. You don't notice any traps necessarily around you. Can I use you? my perception? No. Yeah, what, what around is, you. What is it for? I'm for uh, checking traps. Investigation usually. Normally. Um, I'll look for traps. Okay. Don't <laughs> worry. My investigation is you're gonna disadvantage because again you're not you're not. <coughs> hmm. Sixteen. You don't see any traps. This place looks to be very devoid of all detail. The castle itself is like a, sl- a sleek black surface and the ground below you is just hard, dry rock. That makes it even more suspicious. Alright, well... Sauce. 
There's only one way to go. There's some secret sauce around here. Pathfinder kind of like has the cannon in his hands and says, I'll be in front, ready for whatever we're stepping into. I think we should still put Sagor in front. Well, he can go in front, but I'll man the cannon. I jump on the back of Pathfinder and I strap the cannon down onto his shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like like, sitting right here like this. (laughs) I think we still have a lot of rope. If only we had time to attach this to your arm. A crowbar. Ah, only healing though. Okay, guys. So, um, again, your heart's kind of racing. You all step into this castle that's kind of oozing blackness. Your body feels unsure, but as you walk into the, the darkness, you know that you have each other, and you're ready for whatever comes. And, uh, I got nobody. None of these guys. And on that note, we're going to end the session. We'll pick back up with the party entering this supposedly castle of death. Ooh. So thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time on, on Travel. Travel. Travel.